All those things we can't say on the radio. After Breakfast with Mark and John. It's December the 8th today, 2020. Let's get done with the business uh, we usually do on the podcast. Uh, The culture quiz question this morning was, this is the one thing people went out and bought when they uh, realized they were going to be working from home. Hello. Hi, do you have an answer yet? Not yet. Is the answer a decent desk or chair? Pick one, desk or chair. Uh, <laughs> well, you had a 50% chance of being right. Who's this? Blaze. Blaze was the winner of our culture quiz this morning. People went out and bought a good office chair. News that isn't horrible follows up in just a minute. Today is a day that, you know, will live with me for a long time as a Beatles fan. It was 40 years ago on a Monday night, December the 8th, 1980, that those of us who were watching Monday Night Football heard something that we... We're dumbfounded by. I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say what we know in the booth. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game, no matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. Hard to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty found we have to take. Frank, indeed it is. The cameras were on the football game the entire time, and I can remember sitting there. The only word I can think of is dumbfounded, speechless. Why would anybody want to shoot John Lennon? After hearing the story about Mark David Chapman, I still don't understand why anybody would want to shoot John Lennon. December 8, 1980. They got out of the car, out of the limousine, and walked into the archway area of the Dakota. Uh, Mr. Chapman came up behind them and called to him, Mr. Lennon, and then in a combat stance, he emptied the Charter Arms 38 caliber gun that he had with him, and... Uh, shot John Lennon. New York City police were at the scene in a matter of minutes. They say the gunman didn't run. He was stoic, as one policeman described him after being taken into arrest. Lennon is said to have given the man his autograph earlier in the day. Lennon staggered into his apartment building after the shooting. Policeman James Moran, who was in the car that rushed Lennon to the hospital, told me Lennon was shot point blank. His shirt was red with blood. He was at best semi-conscious during the trip. John Lennon, who staged a love-in in uh, in a department store window that was featured on the front of Rolling Stone magazine. John Lennon, somebody who predicted his own assassination. Dear Mr. Lennon, from information I received while using a Ouija board, I believe that there will be an attempt to assassinate you. The spirit that gave me this information was Brian Epstein. (laughs) I read the news today, oh boy. About a lucky man who made the grade And though the news was rather sad Well, I just had to laugh I saw the photograph The 60s was just waking up in the morning, you know and we haven't even got to dinner time yet. I was visualizing all the people of my age group. I'm singing to them. I'm saying, here I am now. How are you? How's your relationship going? Did you get through it all? 
Wasn't the 70s a drag, you know? <laughs> Here we are, well, let's try and make the 80s good, you know? It's a painful day for Beatles fans and, and John Lennon fans, and I know there's a lot of Lennon fans who don't even like to hear the name Mark David Chapman. I'm still trying to make sense of it in my mind, and I can't do it. John Lennon, probably one of the most gentle people, all the reports you read about him. I have lots of sound and audio from John Lennon, but I want to play one more before we're gone. This is John and his very young son at the time, Sean Lennon. Ian Yoko's son. Do you need anybody? I need somebody to love. Very good. That's my favorite song. Who is saying I need somebody to love? You? Uh, Ringo, but Paul and I are singing with him. Um, what would you think? Uh, what's it called? I forgot what, what it's would called. you think if I sang in a song? Sang out of tune. Oh, a little help from my friends, that's what it's called. John Lennon, passing away today, 40 years ago, December the 8th, 1980. Here's today's news that isn't horrible. See you tomorrow. It's the news that isn't horrible on The Light Breakfast Show. Tuesday morning, December the 8th. It is National Brownie Day. National Brownie Day. Brownies, is that? <laughs> Hope everybody likes brownies. I love brownies. If you're making brownies for us this morning, hand, hand, make mine without icing, please. The Olympics are just six months away, about, I think, July of next year. In Tokyo, the new Tokyo Olympic events include sport climbing, skateboarding, and surfing. Do they have surfing in Japan? I think so. But in 2024, instead of the Olympics sounding like this, they'll sound like this. Breakdancing will be an official event at the Paris Olympics in 2024, officially called Breaking as an Olympic event. It'll happen in a prestige downtown venue right next to three-on-three basketball. There'll also be surfing at the Paris Olympics, but it won't be in Paris. It'll be in Tahiti. I've always wanted to go to Tahiti. I think that might be fun. Having kids makes you happier. That's what a researcher at the University of the South says. Catherine Nelson Coffey says they can chemically show that parents are happier than people without children. Ten minutes a day of playing with your kids is associated to a happier mood. This is brain surgery, not brain surgery, but brain research that they've done. So playing the culture quiz with your kids in the backseat while you're driving them to school every morning here at 720 will make you a happier person. You know, I know one happier person. His name is Mike Blanchford. He has a car wash in Omaha. Back at Halloween, he decided to do a drive-through haunted house. Very successful. So this year, he went Christmas. Craig and myself believe car washes generally have been boring, so we wanted to bring something fun um, you know, eventful, uh, community-driven events to um, really bring some energy and do something fun and different. It is different. There's a light show, there's music, and the cool thing is he's giving some of the money he's making from this to the Autism Action Partnership to help children who are on the autism spectrum. Mike Blanchford in Omaha, Nebraska. It's almost worthwhile to drive there to take my car through the car wash because it would make today less horrible. This is the Light Breakfast Show.